Support for Great Minds is provided by The Wine Store, located at 1200 Central Avenue in Naples. The Wine Store offers a unique selection of wines from small production, artisan, and family-owned wineries. Their in-store wine education center hosts classes for the novice and connoisseur alike. Details are at thewinestorenaples.com. Welcome to Great Minds, the wine-centric podcast that looks beyond what is actually in the glass to the much more interesting world of the people, the history, and the culture that make all the magic happen. I'm Gina Birch. And I'm Julie Glenn. Today we get to talk to one of those people, Miriam Masciarelli of Masciarelli Wines. Miriam, thanks for coming in today. Oh, thanks you for, thanks for inviting me. It's so thanks. great to have you in here because Masciarelli is one of those titans in the wine world. If, mm-hmm. if anybody's ever gone to any Italian restaurant in our area, they have had Masciarelli wines. Because they are on every list, and, and I think this is a good. You're right. This is one of the uh, the 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 gateway drugs, you know, if you would say, when it comes to the Italian wines, because people aren't an, as intimidated by it. Italian wines can be intimidating for Americans because we don't know how to read the label. We don't know. You've got so many darn grapes over there and regions and. You know. But it's um, actually, yes, you're right, because it's very complicated. We have a lot of varieties, so uh, it's difficult to know uh, all the varieties that we have. But it's also also challenging and very uh, exciting, like to know all kind of uh, wine that we have in different regions. And uh, mm-hmm. but it, Italy is beautiful for that reason, like the biodiversity and all the different uh, region by region, the, the the food and wine, the people and the landscape. And uh, the, I think that's one of the uh, the secret of the beauty of Italy. Well, there's a lot of secrets to the beauty of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of beauty out there. And, and that biodiversity that you talk about, it's funny because you're not going to convince an, a person in Abruzzo to grow exclusively Cabernet. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, they stick to what is their regionally specific uh, indigenous grapes that are from that area and what they're known for. And let's talk about that area. Will you uh, tell us a little bit yeah. about Abruzzo? So Abruzzo, we are in the center of Italy. It's an, uh, exciting in the heart of Italy, the opposite side of Rome. So mm-hmm. we are two hours away from Rome mm-hmm. on the Adriatic coast. And that's an, an amazing region because we have 20 minutes the sea, 20 minutes the mountain, very high mountain. So uh, for for example, the the last year in April, I went uh, in the morning uh, to the beach and uh, in the afternoon skiing on the mountain. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, if you ski and you see the sea in front of you, uh, so it's mm. a very magic place. And uh, we we have actually a little bit of everything. We have lakes. We have it's uh, full of hills and. Mm. Um, very, very, I suggest everybody to come in Italy, and especially wine and food, they, they, that's amazing in Abruzzo. And I'm not just saying this because you're here, but the people of Abruzzo are some of my favorite people in the country of Italy. They're the most welcoming, kindest, down-to-earth people that you can imagine in Italy. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you go to some bigger cities, you may feel kind of like that, but they just really make you feel welcome. They just are really interested in sharing their gastronomy with you mm-hmm. and their wines and, and, and their they're keen to let you know that uh, pasta alla matriciana came from Amatrice in Abruzzo, and it did not come from Rome, even though the Romans claim it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was one of the most fun things that I learned when I was uh, visiting that area. But let's talk about the wines. One of the things that confuses people here in the United States is the um, the grape Montepulciano yeah. d'Abruzzo. 
It's Montepulciano from Abruzzo, but people confuse it with the, the other one in the Tuscany. Yeah. You know that exactly. other one some people Multiple have heard Chiano. of. Yeah. <laughs> that beautiful little hilltop town. Do you run into that a lot? Yeah, there is this kind of misunderstanding. So, yeah, because, yeah, so Abruzzo, that's um, from really in the past, uh, very ancient for the, um, it's, you can imagine like Abruzzo is one of the most productive uh, for um, wine in Italy, the most productive region together with Sicily. Um, but the most representative grapes in Abruzzo, they are, for red is Montepulciano and for white is Trebbiano. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there is this kind, you're right, the misunderstanding between Montepulciano town in Tuscany and Montepulciano grape in uh, in Abruzzo. So in uh, Tuscany, there is a town called Montepulciano. There is a beautiful win- village. And they, but the Vino Nobile di Montepulciano is made by Sangiovese grape. Mm-hmm. So it's the totally different grapes. And uh, Montepulciano d'Abruzzo is the grapes uh, growing in uh, in Abruzzo region. Right. How would you describe that grape to people who hadn't tried it before? So, um, for me, it's one of the best grape in the world. And uh, so the story is that uh, maybe it's not very well known everywhere, but now it's growing even the reputation because in the past, I mean, like uh, more than 50 years ago, uh, Abruzzo... Montepulciano was famous to sell outside the region, to blend for other wine. Okay. Uh, but now there is a many, many uh, very good, excellent winery that now the reputation is growing. We are in the Montepulciano. You can find the best wine list uh, of the restaurant in the world. And uh, for me, it's one of the best because, uh, first of all, in my opinion, together with the Nebbiolo and the Aglianico, Montepulciano, they are the three grapes that aging for a long time. Mm. One of the, the most, I think, for the, the Antochanese load, uh, for the acidity too, uh, because even uh, one of the like one of the, the key points like in Abruzzo that we have this uh, thermic escalation. Uh, so during the day is very hot, but during the night it's um, from uh, 30 degrees Celsius to 15 degrees right. Celsius. Yeah. So it helps the, the, the acidity of the wine too. I totally didn't know it was age-worthy. I didn't know you could age. Um, yeah. I did not know this because probably because I'm I'm looking at how much I pay for it and I think, okay, well, this mm. is just to drink for now. It's not to lay yeah. down and rest. No, because actually... Uh, Montepulciano can be two versions, wine for every day, mm-hmm. uh, so easy wine, drinkable, most approachable, and wine that aging for a long time. Well, you think about that with California cabs. There are some that are young and fresh and bright, and they don't age as well yeah. as some of the, the bigger ones. So I guess, you know, I'm just trying to think in my head a comparison yeah. that makes sense. Even so, uh, with Trebbiano, the white grapes, mm-hmm. it's another grape that can age for a long time. Like, for example, we have this uh, uh, label, this uh, wine it's called Marina Zvetic Trebbiano uh, we do a lot of vertical of these kind mm. of wine like for example we open a 97 95 and there is still uh, amazing do you is that what you brought in by the way sorry, sorry. yeah this is the red uh, Montepulciano the red version oh, okay. and then we have the, the white right I'm sorry. The the question I was going to ask was, is you vinify differently when it comes to the entry level versus the um, higher and yeah. so I mean, what is the difference in is, is it different vineyards or different yeah, uh, different vineyards and different processes okay See, so yeah, there is some difference yeah okay difference in like you know how selection of yeah. grapes and things like that yeah 
Oops. Oh, somebody's yeah. getting the glasses out. You know where out. we're going. <laughs> we're going next. <laughs> yeah, like, like for example, so um, we have vineyards in all the region, actually. We have 350 hectares. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, where 50 hectares, uh, when we found forests, we left the forest. We have uh, olive trees uh, to preserve the biodiversity around the vineyards. Mm-hmm. So... We are not planting just vineyards everywhere. Uh, so we have olive trees, so we produce extra virgin olive oil too. Uh, we have uh, cherry wow. trees. Uh, so it's it, uh, f- mm, what do we call the terroir, no? Mm-hmm. There is no translation for terroir. It's, right, yeah. uh, That's a universal there. term. Yeah, we yeah. So the, the the vineyards are different, the disposition different, the soil too, and even they like for for example we don't buy any grapes. Everything is owned by own. So the production change every year depends of the harvest, the vintage, and uh, we do everything during the harvest is hand picked. So there is a selection in the vineyards first of all, mm-hmm. and um, but we have fifty uh, person. They are constantly in the vineyards all the year. Mm-hmm. And so we are very, very maniacal about the, 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 the works on the vineyards. We are, um, even we are a mix of uh, organic and uh, biodynamic, mm-hmm. like, uh, but we are certified uh, sustainable because we are not just sustainable in the vineyards, but in the cellar too. Yeah, that so, makes a difference, right? So, for example, for us, one of the big projects that they are working the, the last years is uh, that we try to uh, to have the utilities zero. So what it means, like we bought like a depurator, we use the same water all the year. And then, uh, so we don't waste water. Mm-hmm. And then we are buying solar panels for the electricity. Uh, another thing is that the, the cellar is underground, so you cannot uh, see uh, from the, the street. And um, for when there is the, the... So you don't require refrigeration because it's underground, right? No, what we so have is uh, when this is the room of the barrels to keep the, the temperature and the constantly the, the same level, we have stones in the, in the wall and we have cold water that pass through the, the, the stone so we have the, the, the same temperature of the... Uh, That's a big... Air. I mean you produce a lot of wine. I mean you're not a small little... I mean you're yeah. a family winery but you're not one of these little small ones. I mean so this is a pretty big undertaking to put get that many millions of bottles that come through every year under something that's uh, that, that that I mean it costs a lot the the bio yeah. the the um, solar panels and the and the way you do in the water so it's very thank you for taking project. care of our environment we have, I appreciate that that it's uh, I think that's important and uh, for for uh, our children right. our uh, grandchildren so it's uh, and most of all it's uh, important to educate our children for like for example I don't have any children but mm-hmm. I usually for example I bring with me my sister mm-hmm. uh, to clean the the beaches so okay. that's that's mm-hmm. very simple there is one thing but it can change everything yeah starting uh, with the education early but yeah. I want to talk a little bit about your family when did you start right. getting involved in the wine part of things me personally yeah um, and we know you were born into it but yeah. I mean you have a choice whether you wanted to stick with it or so do something actually else. I grow in the in the, the winery because mm-hmm. my parents has no vacation no <laughs> holiday so I was traveling with them with the, all the wine fair visiting all the best restaurants in the world knowing that the, had to be tough yeah, yeah poor thing I feel sad for you <laughs> <laughs> but you know like when you was uh, 10 
actually was a little bit boring for me because yeah. I it didn't drink, I didn't eat. So, but then now I recognize all the um, all the passion that uh, my parents transmit me, and uh, especially. Um, all the lessons that they gave me at the f- the first time I didn't recognize, but now um, you were learning and didn't yeah, even know it, right? Yeah. yeah, of course. So when did you end up deciding that this is going to be the career that you wanted to follow? Uh, so my father passed away when I was eighteen, so ten years ago. So I need to took the responsibility of the winery and uh, especially helping my mother. That uh, in fact we are just it's a family deep business, so we are just. Uh, me and her. And then... Girl uh, power. Yeah, girl power. <laughs> yeah. And actually the winery is uh, 90% uh, female. female nice. So it's very, yeah. very girl power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially who rules, uh, yeah. or especially the manager, they are uh, all women. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we got to celebrate them. But I mean, do you think that that adds something maybe to the winery and maybe the profile of the wines and the approach to the business? The, the influence uh, the of women. Yeah, I can. Yes, but um, so what I'm thinking, I divide the, the the people into who are capable, who are not capable, not men and women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's I, a fair approach. Yes, yeah. that is right? very good. Exactly. So tell us about this white wine that uh, we're we're tasting today and this is something that uh, is fairly widely distributed for people listening to the podcast. Yeah, we are drinking Villa Gemma. Mm-hmm. That's the name of my original house of the family mm-hmm. and it was the actually the first winery too. Okay. So then we that started in the 80s, right? Yeah. Right. With my father. And uh, so now we we became a little bit bigger, so we move in front of the house, and uh, we are still living there. So that's okay. uh, Villa Gemma is our home. Uh, it's um, a blend of three native grapes from Abruzzo. It's mostly Trebbiano, and then we have a little bit of uh, Pecorino. There's another native grape from uh, Abruzzo. And then a small quantity of uh, Cococciola. What's Cococciola? What is that um, So Cococciola actually uh, it's not very well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to blend wines because it's very aromatic grapes. Uh, yes, it is very aromatic. Yeah. That's a great way to, to put this. So it's very, very uh, fresh wine. It very, is. Yeah, it's very like we use a lot with the, because we are near the coast too. Mm. Uh, so we have two kind of um, specialty food in, in Abruzzo. There is on the coast, so raw fish, a lot of raw fish, and uh, we use a lot of uh, happy hour, oh. aperitivo <laughs> in, in Italy, and we use a lot of drink, this wine, Villa Gemma Bianco, and this is uh, it's very fresh, and uh, like for seafood, it's perfect. Totally, like I can the, see this seafood sitting outside on a hot day with a... With some prawns in front yeah, of me. Prawns, and, right, oh, right. yeah. It's this almost salty. Yeah. You know, I could totally see this also with some of the salumi that they make in that in the region mm-hmm. there with the um, charcuterie, as they would not call it in Italy. So at the entry level, it's Montepulciano d'Abruzzo and then Trebbiano. Yeah. Right. Trebbiano is the big white. Yes. For, for the region. And that's the single variety one yeah. that you do really well with. As yes. a company. How much do you move um, in the way of cases or bottles when it comes to the entry-level Montepulciano d'Abruzzo and, Tre- and the Trebbiano? 
So actually because um, we have several lines, actually. So we have the entry level. There is, a, um, there is a United States, one of the biggest market for us. I know. I'm telling you. And yeah. you know why I know this? I was saying this before we went on the air. I used to sell <laughs> wine. And I would see your wine on every wine list as the Italian, mm-hmm. you know, by the, glass. by the glass. And it was just like, why am I even trying? Because you cannot <laughs> beat it for price and quality. And quality. It's a good value. That's it's a good a, value wine. Yeah. But the quality is really far superior to the way it's priced. I mean, it, it tastes so much better than you'd expect it to taste. Mm-hmm. But because we we take care more about the quality and the reputation than the business. So, for example, I told you before, like, we don't buy any grapes. So what it means, like, even for the big numbers for the entry level, if we don't like the the vintage, we didn't produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We reduce the, uh, but all, especially with the Reserva too, uh, there is some vintage that we didn't produce at all. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we really, really, uh, we are very maniacal about the quality and the, uh, uh, but we are, like all the work for us is in the vineyards. Mm-hmm. So as my father used to tell me that 99% of the work, if you want to do a great wine, the best wine in the world, you have to focus on the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Like just 1% is by man. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the rest is all in, by nature. So you have to. It's always. It's not just nature because uh, my father used to say uh, wine is uh, land, sky, and man. So mm-hmm. cannot uh, exist one without the others. Yeah. And uh, but especially, uh, I can tell that my vineyards they are like garden. So mm-hmm. with all the respect of the nature, but we have to. Um, how can I preserve and yes. uh, valorize what the nature gives to us? So it's uh, the, the most work for us is in the vineyard. Awesome. I just hit myself in the reading glasses with my wine glass because <laughs> I was sticking my nose fa- so far in here. You say that that one grape, the Coco Cholo? Yeah, Coco Chola. Coco Chola. It's so aromatic, and I'm getting, mm-hmm. I totally get that. But it's not aromatic in the way that like a Torontes or a Viognier or something like that. It's more aromatic in a in a, a light, uh, I don't know, it's a fun, it's, it's a well, great, I love it. Even uh, as bright and acidic and mineral uh, as this wine is, to me, it does have a little bit of weight. It has some body to it that definitely will yeah. stand up. You know, it's not just a, a flimsy, uh, fun, like you said, yeah, aperitif. It's got something, it's got some substance yeah. to it as well. And yeah, then there is great. the Trebbiano that mm-hmm. actually for me is very exotic grape. So mm-hmm. gives to you like pineapple yes. or yeah. tropical fruits. Definitely tropical. And uh, sometimes chamomile too. Yeah, maybe that's the mm-hmm. flower that I'm trying to identify that's the not overwhelming flower kind of smell. Maybe. I just totally love it though. It's great. Mm-hmm. So this is um, not entry level. This is going to be kind no, of, yeah. this is the nice wine. Yeah, the, This is the one that you take as a hostess gift Yeah, <laughs> when you go to visit someone. Yeah. Because you're going to want to drink it too, and it's so. under twenty dollars. It's around fifteen. I mean, that's a pretty again another oh, that's great impressive. value. Yes. Wow. I'd buy that. I'll take a case. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Julie, let's put in our order. Yeah, I know. I think we really uh, we should. This would be a great uh, go to. I love that. Wow. Okay. It's under twenty. Yeah. I love Abruzzo. Where would you suggest someone go visit in Abruzzo if they don't know the area at all? What kind of what town should they plan to stay in, or where should they go? Depends. Uh, what do you like it? If, if you, you like, the, like beach the, the, the beach or the mountain of the hills, yeah. Uh, but everything is so close to each other. Uh, for example, we have uh, a castle of 16th century. 
and we have 11 rooms so it's like a boutique hotel and oh, yeah. uh, we have in, a lot of international guests actually and we do small weddings too oh, international yeah. small weddings but it's very like the suite on the top of the castle like it's surrounded by windows and you oh. can see the sea in front of you on the right the mountain and the left the hill what do you see so, from the bathtub what do you see from <laughs> your toes and a glass of wine? Because I want to have a bubble bath and look out one side and see the sea. And everything, I'm, because uh, the, the bath is uh, at the feet of the bed. Perfect. So see? it's oh, a room. <laughs> I am, I'll be there this summer. Yeah. <laughs> How hot does it get in summer? No, 30 degrees um, Celsius, so not, not okay. too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not Florida hot. Not Florida, yeah. no, no. I no. think when it hits when it hits 40 in uh, Celsius is when That's you're sweating much. and yeah. you're like... yeah. Please invent air conditioning, Italy. Yes. <laughs> so we're moving on to an, uh, another red, or not another red, but a red of yours. What are What is the next one that you... So there is um, the Reserva Marina Zvetic Montepulciano. Uh, so that's the wine that my father dedicated to my mother. Oh. So um, Marina Zvetic, she's my mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a Montepulciano. It's, uh, actually, it's one of our most popular wine. How did they meet? That's a funny story, actually, <laughs> uh, because my father went uh, to Croatia because my mother, she's from Croatia. It's mm-hmm. half Serbian, half Croatian. So she went to Croatia because the grandfather of my mother was the cooper. Okay. Oh, okay. So my father was looking for barrels. Uh, he met my mother there. There was, uh, it was. She was the nephew of the cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he did at the end. I didn't buy any barrels, but he <laughs> fell in love with this b- beautiful blonde girl, and uh, came back uh, together in Italy. And the stars. Uh, um, my mother, she is the winery since the the, the beginning. So mm-hmm. they starts. I can tell together the wine. Oh, that's a great story. Was there any question that she would want to continue the winery after he died? After your father passed away? There is one. Was there any question in her mind that she wanted to continue going forward with no, the winery? No, after one week, she was full-time uh, uh, on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for me, she's not like a mother, but she's more a guide, no? The, uh, guru. Oh, How can I tell? I love it. Uh, yeah. Because she's very one of the strongest women that I met, actually. Uh, with uh, Because my father passed away 10 years ago and she had three children. Uh, my, my brother was eight months. And my sister, oh. she was 10. So uh, she took over all the winery, like after one week. And uh, she grew up th- three beautiful three children. Never give up, never. Mm-hmm. And some was n- was not easy because mm-hmm. uh, it's a very masculine world, the wine world, yep. wine business. So at the beginning, well, nobody trusts her. So they didn't really take her are, seriously, yeah, right? Yeah, because... You are a woman mm-hmm. with three children. We are not to be successful yeah. in this. Stay home uh, and raise your kids. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. At the beginning, it was like that. My, my mother, she never replied to anybody. Uh, she replied... By uh, making great wine. That's how she replied, great, great right? making great wine. And uh, actually, she changed completely the, the, the winery. Uh, so, for example, uh, 10 years ago, we were just four people in the winery. So there was my father, my mother, to other people, persons. Now we are 80. Wow. Uh, so then, now you're a formidable employer in the area, yeah. too. That'll, that'll, cool. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. She sounds like a really incredible person. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. And How now, lucky for, for you. you and now uh, I was telling uh, before to my friend that uh, she's teaching, teaching the university too. Okay, so tell me about this red one. Yes. I, I, I got distracted. I had to talk about your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's important because they have, there's a, some great history. Your family's yeah. great history. Right, and, and I, I love so. hearing about your mom. She sounds so awesome. She, she is, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, she is. Tell me, so what is this red wine then? So there is a Montepulciano, 100%. Mm-hmm. Came from uh, the same village of the winery, San Martino. Mm-hmm. It's a reserva and uh, with vinification uh, aging uh, with uh, one year in only new French barrique. Montepulciano, it's very like, it's full body, but it's not aggressive. It's very elegant. And yeah. uh, the tannin too is not too aggressive. Yeah, but it's there. Yeah, right? but, it's, yeah. but it's there. So the, the, artan- the fruit's really nice too. Yeah. It's really a full mouthfeel on this to me. It's, um, like you said, elegant, little lush. Yeah, and it's, uh, you can pair a little with earthy. everything. Yeah. But it's definitely balanced. I, mm-hmm. I like the fact the balance is what makes it all come together. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's great. This is, okay, so this one is also, is this one also under 20? Under 30. Under 30. Yeah. Still, still great. Great deal, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good deal. You can't get something of that quality for under 30 Mm-mm. made in the United States. And we're going to take pictures of these bottles, by the way, and uh, you can see them on our social media posts. So yeah. um, sometimes it helps for me to see a label. Labels help, um, yeah. Then just hear the words, yeah. you know, especially if it's in another language. So everyone listening will be able to to see what we're tasting. So they're you beautiful. Can, you got to get out and buy these because they're amazing. Yeah, that red's great. Mm-hmm. I'm still, it's still there. It's still continuing. Still lingering. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice, nice finish. So in your entire line, how many wines do you guys have that you have imported into the United States? Um. So in the United States, we have. Uh, nine labels. Nine different okay. labels. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot to look for. And, and if you're looking for Mascherelli wines, um, pretty easy to find. I mean, they're pretty widely distributed, mm-hmm. I think. I think so, too. I think you won't have a problem. So, <laughs> Miriam, thanks for taking time to oh, visit us you. today. Uh, you're beautiful. The wines are beautiful. We loved hearing about your family history. So thank you for sharing that. No, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really appreciate it. It's great to have you in studio. And it's also great to be able to try these, these yeah, little gems. Nice. Great Minds is produced at WGCU Studios on FGCU campus in Fort Myers, Florida. Our producers for online media are Anna Bay Hirano and Tara Calligan. Technical production is by Mike Canary. Great Minds theme music for Zante is by Colin Mannon. To get in touch, check out greatminds.org. Thanks for listening.